Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Thorpe FX. Thorpe effects offer the best of British boutique effects pedals built to a standard unmatched in their field. And with a comprehensive range of unique and meticulously designed heavy-duty pedals, Thorpe effects have stormed the boutique world. Check them out at thorpeeffects.com, where at the moment there is even a clearance section on their website where you can save some serious money on some of their best effects pedals. Or visit one of the many retailers stocking Thorpe gear worldwide from Andertons in the UK to Toman in Germany AMS in the USA Vintage Guitar in Norway Pedal Empire in Australia and loads and loads more ThorpeFX.com This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Orange Amplifiers and their Tremlord 30 guitar app. A very orange take on a classic, cool 1950s amplifier. It's a 30-watt 112 all-valve guitar combo with two foot-switchable valve-driven tremolo speeds and two-spring reverb tank. Everything you need to deliver high-quality, vintage-inspired, boutique-esque tones in the near-indestructible chassis of an orange amplifier. Harking back to tremolos made famous in the 50s, the 12AX7 valve-powered tremolo oozes versatility and depth. With crystal clear clarity and buckets of headroom, the Orange Tremolo 30 is the latest in Orange's run of meticulously designed pin-drop perfect amplifiers. Visit orangeamps.com forward slash tremlord for a detailed overview, sound samples and links to dealers worldwide. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jay Cross. Hello. And Mark Packham. Toasty. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and no Matthew Knight this week. I actually feel like we got a really good run of all four hosts yeah. on the series. Uh, what do we do? Series. Two weeks? Something like that? <laughs> <laughs> it felt longer than that. Uh, I think it was about, yeah, two, three weeks. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. We're, Everyone's we're... busy. It's fine. It's true. I mean, except for us. It's yeah. just Matt who's busy, really. Yeah. And this is, a, this is you know, if you're in the UK, I guess this is kind of a bank holiday special episode, even though I guess this episode goes out, out after the yeah, yeah. It's not really bank holiday special, is it, at all? But it is for us, because we're recording it on the bank holiday. Sunday morning. Ah, yes. I this, thought it was Saturday morning until you guys informed yeah. me. I was very grateful for that. Thank That's you. what happens when you're basically unemployed. <laughs> you lose track of time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, no, it's nice that. getting up early. I like getting up early on a bank holiday. You, uh, you know, make the most of it. I went out for a run. Oh, did morning. you? I did. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. I'm going climbing after this. What exercise are you doing today, Joe? Uh, I'm doing a pub crawl from <laughs> uh, from from Hove to Deep Brighton. My my plan is to get so drunk Sorry, that I don't remember. Deep yeah, Brighton? What's deep Brighton? Uh, you know, just really where I in live? Brighton. Like, no, well, no, but it's like, uh, it, it, Deep Brighton's like, you know, the, the heart of Brighton, the lanes, the middle of the lanes. Okay. Where all the pubs are basically, so probably yeah. not the best place to finish the. Pub also, pub. where you said you were going is in the North Lane, yeah. which is different to the lanes. Yeah. This is something that when people move out of Brighton, they sort of forget they, about all yeah. this well, stuff. There's they, the North know. Lanes and the South Lanes. There's not no. the North Lanes and the South Lanes. There's, there's the North, North Lane, Lane, right, and, and the then lanes. there's the Lanes. Oh, right. So I should not say North Lanes. I should no. say North Lane. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay. with an I. Yeah, I know. So is the other no, one, it's isn't not, it? No. Oh, really? Yeah. How long have you lived in this town? 12 years. Oh, okay, right. Okay. I mean, not anymore. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, true. that's yeah. true. That's true. 10 years. 
I guess. Yeah, he been. Yeah. How long you been in Angmering? Uh, six months, seven months. Oh yeah. Yeah, but enough. I mean, then also he was in Hove, so that doesn't count. Either, Ho- I, so. Excuse me, if I'm counting Port Slade, then Hove definitely yeah, counts. I'm, I'm not actually Port technically Slade. never lived in Brighton. I've always lived in Hove because yeah. it's superior. BN one, mate. Neither of you two. BN one. Always BN three. BN three for me. That's the, the my favourite post. Anyway, we should talk about some guitar stuff. Um, some news. There's been some news. Um, not not an awful lot of stuff. It, it, do you feel like releases are getting more centred around the NAMs? Um, I feel like they used to be more consistent than this. I'll tell you one thing that's kind of throwing us off, and we'll kind of see this, I think, later when we actually do the news, is that a lot of the pedal manufacturers are basically releasing the same thing again as a version two. <laughs> so it, every single piece of news this week is limited edition in yeah. some way, shape or form. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's happening a lot. Like this, the bigger releases definitely are kind of coagulating mm-hmm. around... Uh, nam but yeah i mean there's there's been a lot we've seen it from earthquaker and stuff recently where it's been like oh they've done version two of an already great pedal so yeah. it's kind of newsworthy but you know it's not setting the uh, the world on fire yeah exactly it's getting less exciting oh well on to things that are exciting mark packham you you left your house this week and actually went to a shop yeah yeah in fact um did i do two yeah i think since i spoke to you last I did. No, I've only done one new shop since right. then. So I went to Bonner's Music. Oh, uh, Bonner's Music. I've been Eastbourne. there. In Eastbourne. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which um, I always thought was just, you know, pianos and stuff. And I think for a long time... It looks like it's... I was literally about to say, it absolutely looks like it's just a piano yeah. shop. It's one of those places that's all glass-fronted. And the ground floor, I think, is pianos only. They've just sort of shoved guitars upstairs. It's very clean. Everyone's wearing like a black shirt. They okay. look more like sofa salesmen than than sort of guitar shop employees. So that has all changed. Right. Everything that you've just said has changed. Wonderful. Um, so, yeah, my last experience, I probably went to Bonners maybe 15 or 20 years ago. And, yeah, it was definitely about, you know, getting a keyboard that, you know, your nan could play or a kid yeah. could learn on or, or whatever. Um, now they have – so guitars are back down on the shop floor. Wonderful. Um it's in terms of like the uniform that you described it's yeah. a lot more casual nice. um and the guitar department is over half of the shop now oh, that's fantastic news so they have got uh, they've got fender they've got ibanez they've got epiphone gibson uh they've got prs got any cool they've weird ones got no not yet um so they had uh, a lot of spongebob last time i was there yep none of that anymore right. um they've got like martin they've got sigma um it was like a really good Big guitar shop right. that I've not, you know, obviously we're kind of very lucky to have Gak on the doorstep mm. um, and you kind of get used to that. But like to have another shop in the area or fairly close, you know, it's an hour on the train. Um, it's still, it's, it's a still cool like thing. A, it's a big open shop, like a one room shop mm, floor, isn't it? Kind of not, not really anymore because like the guitar department is actually like separated off slightly. Right. Um, so when you walk in, yeah, there's pianos and keyboards and stuff, but there's a big guitar department that's really got its own vibe. It's got like wooden panelling on the walls and yeah, oh, some nice. some really good secondhand stuff as well. You know, Ooh. there's some secondhand PRS, secondhand Fender, um, loads of pedals as well, um, which is again, not what I was expecting. I was expecting to walk in and yeah, like you say, to see like a lot of SpongeBob ukuleles yeah. and, uh, you know, like, vintage the brand acoustics and stuff like that a friend of mine um uh flat was uh flooded um a, a couple of years ago and a lot of his musical instruments he went damaged. to the bottom of the sea and there was spongebob <laughs> ukulele down there no and his insurance company gave him store credit for bonners yeah which is kind of annoying because we had to you know he, he wanted me to come with him to go and pick some new stuff so we we went to to bonners in in eastbourne to have a yeah. look around it was actually pretty tricky because the reason he he got bonners vouchers because bonners were a, a fender dealer and he it, it was it was some fenders that right. got damaged um and there were a couple of effects pedals as well but pretty much everything that bonners had at that time they had fenders but you, you, they would have to order in anything yeah, that, yeah. that wasn't like a mexican standard and they had a pedal cabinet but it only had you know boss and probably behringer yeah sort of in the pedal cabinet yeah so that's when, when was being, that though i mean maybe somewhere between five seven years ago something i mean like that. the thing is though is you've got to bear in mind when we were when, when we started well when i started a gag for sure which was t- uh, 10 years ago the only pedals that were on display, the only pedals that were on display were the Boss pedals. Yeah. And we had the Boss... And stu- electric harmonics. Yeah, no, well, there was the Boss p- 
pl- there was the boss display where you could plug stuff in. Yeah. There was also a cabinet that had more boss pedals in it, and then there was a small cabinet at the front that had some electro harmonics pedals in. So, but at- like that was that was it. That was yeah. literally it. I so this, it's this not- might be before your time, but there was also an electro harmonics plug-in display. Oh no, I don't remember that. Where we took every electro harmonics pedal and. Uh, I think either screwed them or glued them to a big oh. piece of MDF that, that was then attached to the wall. Did you finish the MDF or was it just I think, exposed? I think it was just white MDF. Oh, wow. And it was probably the worst bit of merchandising I've seen in a shop. <laughs> it, it, we didn't do a good job. What it was did you have? it was very what bad. What was on there? Well, the, I mean it, but the that's the thing. Blogger? Is, well, yeah, the... no, 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 Joe, you're getting ahead of yourself. This right. was maybe 2005, 2006. So it was all the big big muffs. All right. all the huge right. like, wow. you know, bent Black finger. aluminium or whatever they are. All of those big ones were then just yeah, like glued to a bit of just white MDF that was Ooh. then glued to the wall. Oh, they all had it, like, it was not great. They all had like enormous uh current draw power supplies as well yeah so exactly as soon as you lose one it's like oh yeah i'm just gonna plug my like you know is that 230 is... volt power supply into this or yeah whatever, it's not know? even like we could power the whole thing with no uh, and also good power supplies just didn't, didn't even really, really exist. exist so i mean i guess the first kind you just had everyone a big had that multi-plug and the, loads of them yeah that is there. exactly what we had yeah. i remember everyone just used to use those old acdc yeah 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 things oh, oh yeah i remember those i found, those? Oh, one. I found one in I my flat when i was moving i mean they're, they're just a generic just thing people. acdc and i was looking at i was like i wonder how much power is on here because of course it's not isolated yeah and i think all in all it added up to about 400 milliamps yeah, like yeah. across That's, the you know, entire thing i mean for the time that's not bad but i i just remember everyone using those acdc yeah. ones and Heels. then and then huge, the uh huge. the um and they had an MR, on-off the mxr yeah. came out yeah yeah so they were the ones that we used to get were um by a i think just a local company called hills and like <laughs> yeah, yeah they yeah. just like branded a you know a a generic power supply from China or wherever they were buying it from. Well, yeah, I remember buying mine from like Maplin or something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get it from a guitar yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. That was the the same thing. I right. think they used to sell the Hills one as well. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, we literally had this big display which had all the chunky electronics pedals and then at the top we just had probably four four ways screwed to the wall, oh. each with the like the power b- blocks, you know, the kind of what we it would term like the wall wart. <laughs> Um, right. then like, yeah. And then the power supply just like trailing down to the right pedal that it was supposed this to be connected to. terrible. It was awful. Yeah, <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. Anyway, guitar shops have changed. Bonners is great now. I just wanted to throw that in there because yeah. I was actually incredibly impressed by, um, how the shop's doing. And yeah, they've got like exotic, pe- not exotic pedals. Right. They've got a more exotic pedal. Right. Um, you so know, they, they've got, they've got Wampler. They're getting GH, JHS. Um, yeah, it's cool. Nice. Really Sweet. good. Awesome. Do you remember those um, like two pin inputs that used to get yeah. on electro harmonics pedals? You know, what were Where they? What one were they part of they it was like a flat out. blade, and then yeah. one was like a circ, you know, a cylindrical thing. Yeah, it could they could really easy easily fall out I, I, I tell you or for, break inside. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet they could snap yeah, off really. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. kind of loose anyway. I was messing around with the Wiggler. Yep. Uh, the other day, absolutely fantastic pedal. So. Uh, was it the the Wiggler or was there the Worm as well? The Worm was a multi effect. Okay, the Wiggler so, is a vibrato or tremolo. Okay, so sorry, I've sort of hijacked you here, oh, but okay. I think I've told this story on the podcast before. But the Worm, when you bought that, it used to come with a little kind of rubber worm toy. Oh, that's that's in a the great, box. I'm into that. Yeah, wait, and, um, I do know this story. Yeah, go on. And basically, one time, um, funnily enough, it was a mate of mine came in to buy the worm and i was like yeah i was like look should we just plug it in make sure it work you know make sure there's no dramas he was like yeah okay fine that'd be awesome and i i like the box was one of those ones where kind of the the, the lid is all part of the same you know it's all part of the same construction right and it sort of opens up a bit like a opens up like a bit like a, a chest okay. and it kind of i struggled to get it open a bit and then as it popped open this like thing jumped out at me and it honestly it scared the absolute <laughs> living daylight out of me and i yelled in the shop <laughs> and like everyone turned around to, it was terrifying but yeah it was just a little toy worm so oh, this is it's, it's still a nice touch by electro harmonics yeah i was messing around with the wiggler oh valve tremolo yeah oh it was really good i mean it's massive and very unwieldy but then you think 
Like, how good was the Black Finger? That was a fantastic yeah. compressor. The problem, the main problem with those was the power supply issue in the, yeah, that you could never run them off, you know, a multi-way power right. supply. They always had to have their own power supply because I think they're 24 volt. Um, right. And yeah, they've got that weird pin on them, which is, yeah, that kind of blade and cylinder. Um, and those power supplies were terrible and the connection was terrible. Yeah. And... I would say eighty percent of the time you open one of those, the valves had smashed in the box. Yeah, that's always yeah, I, that was always yeah, the issue. Yeah, it was. It, it, was uh, it definitely it wasn't eighty percent of the time. Okay, fine. A, a, it, a significant percentage of the time. The, the the boxes are substantially oversized to the pedal to allow for the amount of padding. That yeah, totally. Now, that they there is in them now, but I, I thought it was great. Didn't and and I love the fact that you can drive it. You can you can drive. It's got like an input and an output on the uh, on the tremolo, yeah. so you can just create this really uh, yeah, this really like over compressed soupy tremolo vibrato sound do they oh. you've got your computer in front of you mm-hmm. do they still list that stuff on the electronic site like i mean they should do it's still i mean still i was available I, I popped into gak and and played it so it was oh it was right there. yeah yeah they had two wigglers in stock yeah what yeah two wigglers in stock yeah they were in the uh in 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 the warehouse in like the far corner sort of some dusty corner of the pedal bit of the warehouse literally the furthest corner the higher shelf right in the corner of these massive boxes and i was like what's that because it was quite near where they keep all the the black finger was there and the white finger and i was like ooh. They must be. I'm just looking. I'm peering over Jay's shoulder at the uh, at what he's got on there on the electronics site now, and it looked like there's just two tube products, right? There was. So when you go onto the the tube section or the tube products, oh, because they did the they website, did a tube drive as well, well didn't they? Yeah, the, the English driver. muffin. No, they did something else. They did. They did a, they did a boost mm. LPB two, I think. The LP no, the LPB two was the English hot muffin tubes, hot tubes. Yes, the hot, hot tubes, tubes as well. The hot that tubes had. Tubes War, it. Did it? Yeah, they they mm. made a, a friend of mine still has it on its board. Yeah, yeah, it's they made a, a, a neo or nano version of that okay. as well, which didn't have the tubes. And they in. did the same with the uh, uh, the English muffin. What was yeah. the English muffin? It's just it's a like, drive. Pedal. It's like a Marshall preamp, right? Oh, of course. Uh, so the Wiggler is on. The, so you're basically the other thing that so, so what Electronics have got on their website under tube products is the right. English muffin, and then their. Uh, like two grand rack comp- tube compressor. <laughs> Those are the two things that are really? still in stock. Um, they don't list the, the Black Finger must so still be in production. The, uh, I don't think so. I wouldn't have thought really? so. I think there's a non-tube version. There's, well, that's the White Finger. Uh, the, I think, no, I don't the, think white, the White Finger is the non-tube version of the Black Finger. Mm, okay, well, we need to look. Uh, the Wiggler is listed as discontinued, but it is on the oh, website. Oh. I tell you what, that's... Two of them at GAC. People well, in the yeah, UK. Yeah, if you yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, it's we a should, fantastic. Pet. I might we get should that. just we should just make them an offer on it. Yeah, so they've probably been there for what, t- ten years. Were yeah. they in a wooden and box? I've unboxed one of them now. Yeah. So, you was know. it a wooden box or was it a? No, it was a it was a cardboard See, box. But like, I bet you that really solved large, the problem with a really large the, uh, valves box. breaking because right. that was kind of the issue before. Is they were sort of rattling around mm. in this wooden box and yeah. And what, the reason I picked it up was because it was an unmarked sort of box and it's the size. It was in the electro harmonics bit and it's the size of a multi effects pedal. So I was like, what on earth is this? Opened it up and of course it was just all the padding around yeah, yeah, the wiggler. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Oh. So sorry, are you just like wandering around the GAC warehouse even though you don't work there anymore? You're just yeah. rocking up, being like, Oh everyone. Oh yeah, Joe's here, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty, Joe? you're basically seen, David Brent seen... after he gets sacked. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's uh, so, I guess guess what I was doing, just helping out in the warehouse. Don't don't worry guys, I'll, I'll get that. Please, 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 I haven't spoken to anyone in four days. <laughs> um uh, so the demo video for the Wiggler is from 2009, so 10 really? years ago. It must have come out way before yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. They, so I, I mean, thought- they those valve pedals were on that display that I was talking about, which I think is probably made in like 2005, 2006, right. something like that. Um, so I thought it was a great there product. Is a, yeah. There's a demo on their website from 2008. Okay. Which oh, yeah. is a pro, pro Guitar Shop demo. I guess that's probably... I mean, when was the first YouTube video? 2007? Yeah, I guess that would be pretty early. Something like that. They yeah. uh, they had um, one of those, you know, uh, Robert Keeley teamed up with Supro and made that super yeah. Yeah. crystal clean amp. That that was knocking around and I was like, oh, I want to hear, I want to see if I can use like really high quality products and make like a trad sort of Vox style sound with this. So I got the, the T-Rex replicator and the Electro Harmonics Wiggler. I love you're just wasting people's time. <laughs> well, there's... 
no one was doing anything. The room was free. I was sure. like, I'm just going to play around with these pedals. So I got those two things and ran them into the into the uh, Supro Keely. It was, oh, it was a very good sound. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that T-Rex replicator. I want one. I still want one. Do you think I should get one? Mm. It's five, what five, about the, is that? Was it the Junior or was it the... Well, the Junior isn't that much cheaper than the main one. Right. That's the thing. Um, what did you lose on the Junior? I can't remember. Mm, I'm not sure. Um... No need to look it up. Just, you know, off the yeah, top of your head. I, 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 but, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I mean, they are a, really maybe good. a modulation function, something yeah. like that. They are really good. It's yeah. just, do you need it? Well, well it's a tape. It's tape delay. It's real tape delay. Yeah, but in the Guitar Nerds family, you know, we've got a, um, a, got, a Space got Echo. Is your one? You've we've got the Wilk, not the... Co- I've, got got the, the copycat. I've got a Watkins copycat. Yeah. And I've got the Roland R, uh, SRE555. See, they still too big. And Matty has got a RE201. Hmm. Hmm. But we've also got access to an RE20, which is incredible sounding as well. I've got an RE20. Well, exactly. Yeah. So do you need it? Uh, I just wanted something with real tape, you know. Sure. Real vowels I mean, in a tremolo, real tape in a delay. Yeah. I mean, that would be you're a good always, rig. You're, you're always welcome to borrow my, one of mine if you... Like, they're just <laughs> up there. I, I very rarely plug them in. Uh, yeah. Thank so. you. Um, well, yes. Uh, speaking of a very... Uh, Go on. Go on, do it. Yeah, go on, I'm segueing. I'm do segueing. It, do Speaking it. of very authentic gear, I've uh, I've done my first full band practice with the Line 6 Helix. Okay. Oh, really? How was yeah. that? Um, I've, well, I used it for writing, and uh, I've found that the whole way through our new track, I am just using one sound. So, uh, good. Is that because it's too much hassle to bend down and, like, mess <laughs> No, no, I'm being serious. Oh, wait, no. Like, I- too much. It, it's not as kind of organic is bending over and like messing around with the pedals in front of you uh no i think you can do that but what i did was i I built my board at home so uh so i built it with headphones on and put like a a a cab sim and uh and an amp sim on and then and then built all the patches so i could have a cleaner driver modulated sound a crazy delay sound a phasing sound and assigned them all to buttons and then i just swapped out the I just duplicated those patches and on a second one. So I've got one for home with headphones, which has the cab sim and the amp, and then a second one where I swap out the cab sim and the amp for a preamp, so I can just run it into the front end of my Ashdown and essentially use it more as a pedal board. It's, it's a pedal board. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a, there's a preamp on the end which I use which I use the Ampeg B15 simulator, and I just actually have two of them because I run a clean. Ampeg B15 at all times. Okay, and then that's I cool. run a second line with, with all my drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Helix doesn't actually have that many bass suited pedals on it, which which means a lot of the time with the drives they'll get a bit thin. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Having, so you want to have the, having that clean signal. I, I mean, we talked about this before. I I really like the idea of getting that Electroharmonics tri parallel mixer for that yeah. exact reason. Like, I really want to have the opportunity to put some kind of weird effects onto my bass sound, but as soon as you do anything weird with your bass, you lose that kind of, that thumb of bass. Well, yeah. you lose the yeah. bass, yeah, essentially, yeah. which is, you you just need that to keep on going. And and I think Absolutely. having the clean signal going through as well, I think is a really good idea. Well, it's, I, I kind of found it's, it's, it's almost more than that. The Helix, it's not about, that drive sound for me is is so much more now than me just turning on a, a drive pedal and, and messing around with a handful of controls to get a, the sort of sound I want. I can I can have that clean signal running through. Then my second signal is you know a compressor running into a, a Timmy style drive. Mm-hmm. But then, if what they, do they call it? Uh, they call remember. it Tommy, it, or Jimmy, something, something like that. Bimmy. Yeah, something, something like that. I can't remember what it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an obvious one yeah. there. But but then, like after that, I can run a parametric EQ to kind of deal with anything that's anything that I'm not happy with any frequencies that were coming through. Like there were a couple, there was a lot of weird mud coming through, so I can put a little bit of bass cut on. Yeah, there. I mean, Just we've all re- listened to your band, mate. I absolutely <laughs> want someone to cut that sentence out. There was a lot of weird mud coming through, and make something out of that, please. There must be a, 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 some sort of Joe Brandon mashup in Great. that. Wonderful, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, the, just the amount of tone shaping you could do was fantastic. So I was really happy, the happiest I've ever been with my drive tone. But, you know, I did. Nonetheless, it was a massive Helix pedal board on the floor. And I essentially just use one sound. Just one sound. Yeah. <laughs> I need to think of something 
to add to to this new song to to make me actually change. See, the thing is, I've gone and got this Helix shortly after a time when we've added a keyboard player who's sort of doing a lot of the modulationy things that I would normally do. So my job role is now. Why don't you just all just become keyboard players? Yeah, that's probably the end result of this. Yes, I'll yeah. I mean, you just turn into Kraftwerk. Oh yeah, that's yeah. just four of you standing behind platforms. <laughs> yeah, just... I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that. Anyway, before we uh, move over and do some news, uh, I know we mentioned them uh, uh, last week. Has every has everyone seen the Fidelity Stella Rosa Junior? Yes, I have. You've seen it. Yeah. Have you seen it, Jay? I have seen it. Yeah. Oh well, th- that's it then. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. Cool. No. The, the only thing about that for me is I want to hear what it sounds like with the pick because the pickup's like square in the middle, right? Yeah. So and a single chord guitar with a pickup in the middle, uh, not a single chord, so a single pickup guitar, yeah. with a pickup square in the middle, I think is a brave choice. Yeah. I'd be interested to see how it sounds. See, Matt Oram said that he chose the middle one because he thinks it sounds the most characterful okay. when it's told out of the out of the three pickups uh, in their placement, but. Listener, if you've not seen it, they've done a the the Stella Rosa is a kind of a, a, a far more square, very retro style guitar with a double sided scratch plate, and in this case, it's one of those. It's it was what's the pickup brand? M- Mojo, not Mojo. Um, I can't remember. Montes. Montes. Thank you. Yeah, I always always forget always forget that name. Yeah, so it's it's one of those Montes uh, like a Montes style P ninety with a sort of custom housing for it. But yeah, just bang in the middle, which is it uh, looks like and a, it's a hardtail, and he almost always puts um, yeah those mastery bridges. On it it looks like a kind of future retro coronet. Yeah. Kind yeah, of a, yeah, that's, that's true. Actually, yeah, like a steampunk coronet. Yeah, I guess like some of that Epiphone stuff had a kind of P ninety in the mm-hmm. center. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, be I'd be keen to hear it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to sound good. Well, it's uh, it's it's hopefully making its way down to us at some point nice. soon. So we're going to get to, uh, we're going to get to keep have it. a listen. Yes, have it forever. Yes, we yeah. will keep Thanks, it forever. Matt. Really appreciate your donation. Thanks, mate. Anyway, should we uh, do some news? First up on the news, Mark Packham. Hello. Uh, TC Electronics, a company who have been relatively quiet um, since, you know, in the, in the last year or so. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are, it's, it's kind of not a new product, this. Uh, it's a, it's almost like a mashing together, get it? Mashing. Oui. mashing um, oh. Of two of their existing they, products. they have the mash feature. That's, Indeed. Yeah. Got it. I, well, I was going to tell, tell you more about what that. What was their last one? They did that pink pedal called the brain yeah so lab. uh no the brain i'm looking i can't remember keep stalling um, keep stalling but yeah it's been a while TC since they've done a new brain brainwaves brainwaves brain brain brainwaves when did that come out i don't know like this year my goodness it's like it's like less than a hundred pounds wow God, the tc website is Sorry, Karen. It's hard to navigate. <laughs> anyway, so this is basically yeah, a, um, a kind of combination of uh, an existing design um, and one of their existing pedals. So what I'm talking about is the Hall of Fame 2 X4. So they've been doing the X4 pedals for a little while. Did they do a Hall of Fame 1? They did not. Four. No, we've no. been talking. We've actually been talking about this for a while. Have and we? Yeah, we've been saying that it's weird that it doesn't exist. Because what is the only? Because they do two times four they pedals. Flashback and ditto and ditto and X4. alter ego and alter ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I had one of those. The alter ego was great. That was, was fantastic. It was really cool. Was what the alter hundred... ego the different sound? It was kind of the was it the delay. But yeah, it was the, the delay. It was but kind it was of all like... weird delay. Yeah, weird yeah, yeah. delay. But that, yeah. it was like made with a retailer, wasn't it? I think. Oh, was it? I think I it was like. It, 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 it had a very had different gag. look. I uh, no no no. But I think they worked with um, like a, a retailer to work on those sounds. I can't it, remember it, who it was. It like would it was make sense. It was something. it was nothing like anything else in their catalogue. So yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. does make sense. So anyway, the um, Hall of Fame. 2x4 which is complicated is yeah. yeah basically that it's kind of four hall of fames full hall of fame twos in one box so you've got um all of the things that you'd expect from the hall of fame the key thing about this the four uh, on off switches are all mash switches so that's a lot of mashing. yeah the <laughs> there's a lot of mashing you could potentially mash two things at once uh that's yeah you could yeah, I don't know how that would work. Well, I guess different you, things. I, I, can you have multiple multiple mash? Mo- <laughs> can you have the, 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 the old multi mash? The multi mash. I do the multi mash. Um, can you have two different effects on at the same time? Well, that's I assume I that's know. why there's four 
things. You, you pick. You, you've just got four different types of reverb. If you hit, if they're both on and you hit the mash switch at the same time, it's going to mash Can two separate things. Can you turn them on and off individually though, or is they it, are they got just their presets? Own... What are you talking about? Well, because it's not like four pedals in a line, isn't it? I no, thought it was. No, it is four. I think it is it four, is pedals, just in four pedals in a, a line. ABCD. Yes. So. <clears throat> Uh, ten quality reverb. Okay, so one hundred percent. I think they're just four independent mashes. You can a hundred percent preset bank. Preset bank switch lets you easily access up to eight stored presets. Yeah. So that will be two on each one. I would have thought. So yeah, you'd that's just... fine. But what I'm saying is, you can't have two of the reverbs on at once. I... Yeah, you can. I don't think you can. I think those switches that are. Would, that just... that would that seem doesn't make like a missed opportunity. Though, well, surely the oh, idea is that it just, just gives you four, four presets, yeah, or that eight would, presets. That would no, I don't want that though. I want to be able to turn two things on at once. I yeah, I agree. Oh, I really hope no, I the, can. The turn four two. mash foot switches let you choose between reverbs right, okay. on the fly, and depending on how hard down how hard you press them down, you can control up to three effects parameters. Right. Using the bank switch, users can access a further four presets, so the, the unit can run with eight presets at a time. I guess they haven't done it like that because it would. Uh, Sound very messy. Yeah, totally. Which I and I know that Joe is, you know, seething right now. Yeah. But like for I'm, most people, I feel let down. It does seem it does seem strange though that they'd have four independents that you can't. Yeah, okay, well, it's, it's just four presets. It's, it's yeah. like four a, presets. you know, it's yeah. like a DL four or whatever. Yeah. Like you can't have multiple delays. Oh, actually, on a DL4, now now think about it. I don't think you could have on the flashback X four. You could yeah, have right. multiple. But they did do. The, did they do the? Was it the flashback triple? Yeah, the flashback triple delay, which did let you have right, three. Right. Got it. That's um, got it. That must three be. On at once. Um, so one thinking. thing that I didn't know is one of the new effects on there is the shimmer, which oh, um, yeah, came out on the fluorescence pedal. Um, the shimmer's on the two, on the normal two. As well. Okay. Oh, fine, fine. So I didn't realise that that is um, co-designed that sound by Daniel Lamoire, uh, who was uh, Bob Dylan's producer for a long time. Oh, cool. Um, and your old mate Brian Eno. Really? Oh, is he involved? I'm wearing a Brian Eno t-shirt right now. You are, How about you? that? Oh, Breaking the fourth wall. I didn't notice because it looks like all your other t-shirts, which are just white, white t-shirt faded. with one print of some nonsense on the front. Like, this is the Before and After Science album I mean, cover, yeah. which is a great record. If only they'd spent a bit more time on the t-shirt. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure this is a fake. Uh, yes. So, you know, I, I wouldn't worry too well. much. I, so, um, um, Hall yeah. of Fame too. what a great sounding reverb pedal. Like still, yeah. I mean, I, I think the sort of design of the TC pedals is starting to be left behind a little bit in comparison to the sort of other trends in the effects pedal How so? industry. It's just a bit like, it, it's a bit of a basic sort of cartoony font. The The shape of the pedal is a bit... Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it looks more like a a kid's toy than it does a professional piece of equipment. There, um, yeah. There's. I mean, uh, it's, pre- I d- it's I pretty basic design wise. I mean, I don't care about the shape of the box. No, sure, I mean, sure. And, and, and you know, but I, just, I mean, all all of these. All of these kind of like boutique companies are trying to do like quirky, cartoony stuff. Yeah, you're right. You're you know, right. You're it's, right. What TC are doing is they've got a very simple, you know, with their, not with their budget range necessarily, but with their, you know, the kind of standard compacts is they've got their, uh, you know, they've each one's got a different color and then it's got a logo on it and then it tells you what it does. Yeah, and it's, sure, sure. I, 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 I like them. I think, I, I, I think they're cool. I prefer the look Have of you, their budget range. I tell you what, the um, there's a pedal that they do called the Mojo Mojo. I don't know if you've heard about it. <laughs> Great sounding drive pedal. You should check it out. It's good. The the Hall of Fame 2 is an absolutely fantastic reverb pedal, though, that yeah. still has kind of stood the test of time against against an awful lot of reverb pedals Definitely. that are a lot more money. Do you, do you know how much this Hall of Fame is? £205. So still less money than the Strymon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, the Strymon, I think, is doing something more complicated. But, yes. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the Hall of Fame does an awful lot of stuff. Plus, you've got, I assume it's got their tone print uh, it does thing on there, so so you can download anything else that any yeah. any other sound you can possibly think. There's of. There's also I think there's some pre-installed artist tone prints. Uh, oh, it doesn't say who from, but yeah, apparently so. Oh, and there's, I think there's four slots for your own tone prints as well. So, listener, if do you use TC electronic pedals? If you do, do you ever actually use the tone print feature? Is that a thing people use? Do you think? I've never. I used mean, it. Joe, I, I have to be honest with you. I'm really not sure that you a individual with a tone print yeah. should be criticising the fact that no, they I'm do these things. Listener, listener have you asking. ever used Joe Branton's tone print or do you use ones that are much better? You have to, you have to specifically have the shaker vibrato. 
um, to in order to do that. Yeah. Oh, well. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Celestian and their brand new Ruby Alnico guitar speaker. Purpose built to create rich, beautiful vintage tones, the Ruby oozes a richly musical warmth with mellow highs and a smooth, sophisticated mid-range that always seems to sound just right. The classic Alnico speaker shape and lush, deep red colour ensures Ruby really looks the part in your cab and guarantees that no one could possibly mistake this remarkable new guitar speaker's family history. Check out Celestian's new Ruby at retailers including Lean Business in the UK, Tube Amp Doctor in Germany, Algam in France, Eco Music in Italy, Ebelaud in Spain, plus Gear for Music, Toman and The Back Shop. And in the USA you can buy through retailers like Sweetwater, Musician's Friends, AMS, Pass Express, Loudspeakers Plus and of course Amazon. And for more details, check out Celestian. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Yeah, it didn't even get a second version of that pedal. There wasn't even a mash version of the of the Shaker released. So there's yeah, what well, it got a perf- perfect first time. Yeah, you know? well, oh, I just got the Joe Brandon tone uh, print. So you know, feature complete. I, I I mean, they probably would. They probably don't have it backed up. So if they put out a new version, they'd lose it. They'd lose and it, that's... and they don't want to spend any more time with him. I actually heard in the purchase by Behringer, they were like, "Boys, you know, you've got to keep that." Time print, otherwise we can't buy the company. I reckon that's what it was. And I now owned by Behringer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. What was that noise? No, I was just <laughs> ah, mm. I was thinking of the money I could be making. Do you know yeah. what? I've been playing a lot of Diablo three in right. the last couple of weeks. Where, 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 how? What do you mean? How how is this linked to Behringer? Because I'll tell you for why. Right. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Diablo three, and the voice acting in it very bad. Hello. Exactly, it is that, basically. Do you want to trade? Yeah, it just made me think. You, you know, we've talked about it so For many times. King and country. But you just need to be doing this. You need to be doing, like... NPC voices for... I stay for fishing! <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Hello? Do you want to trade? <laughs> exactly that. Can you say something about, like, shields and that? Uh, uh, what about shields? I don't That's know. That's a bit of a random one. Um, well, I'm just thinking of he things... Says, he says anything about shields. Okay, say yes. something about... Um, uh, yes. a map or like going on a quest do you need a map <laughs> I don't know a quest for Eisenhower yeah exactly that I, I'm, you really should be doing this is anyone, to... does anyone listen anyone listening I don't think so no no no, no, no. <laughs> I mean thank god <laughs> not anymore thank good god we're talking about Joe Branton doing voice acting but um is there anyone listening who works in like video games or like animation who or just needs casting? Voiceovers? I used to I used to play a lot of Elder Scrolls 
I think three, I yep. think it was when, uh, when when I was younger, and I used to absolutely love the voice acting in that. It was it was similarly bad. It was the one where you could create your entire own team. So you had eight characters, and you could flick through. You obviously cho- cho- chose their sort of their their race, their skills, you know how they looked, the colors of their clothes, but you also got to choose like a load of voices. Yeah. Oh, and I absolutely did. You just loved- go through and basically do the sound test. I'm Erwin. Yeah, I used to love those ones. They were so good. And there's, there's always like the gruff dwarf. He's he's always going yes. I just really want someone to be listening who can get you work in this, and then we don't have to pay you anymore. Yeah, that 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 would be good. And um, just bringing it back to guitar pedals for a moment, if, Not, if, I, can, if I can be so bold, and has do you want to trade? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just, you know, like we should set that up as Make a, a soundboard. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe Branson soundboard. Um, has anyone had a chance to have a go on the TC June 60? No. Ah, oh, yeah. The wood panelled chorus that is clearly a Juno. So that was knocking around back, what, like three years yeah, ago yeah, when yeah. I went to no. Git? Yeah, because when I went to GitCon, Tor had it there as oh, a really? prototype. I didn't realise yeah. it was that. Pre yeah, like pre-production had a prototype. So me and Nick Reinhardt were checking it out because it was a, it was around the same time. That would be when the quintessence came out. And I mean, it the, just landed. The June sixty chorus officially lo- it came out at Nam this year. Yeah, yeah but, but there's, there's been photos it, it was, of it for yeah, like okay. ages. Yeah, because we we put up a photo of it back then. That, it wasn't quite three years ago, was it? It was like two. But yeah, it was yeah. more than two, like two and a half. Yeah. It's getting it's been, on two, it's right. been yeah. two years since you've been invited to one of those things. <laughs> and then, now there's like three of them going at once. So. <laughs> and you're not going to any of them. I am not. Um, but yes, I, I mean, I, I really like the look of it. I think it looks amazing. Yeah. And just kind of controlless pedals I'm really into. You know, the fact that they've just, just they're, they're just so, they've got they've so much confidence in their sounds. They've gone, okay, cool, yeah. You can have, have it sound like this or you can have it sound like this. What do you want? Can they're you both hit both good. buttons at once? Uh, pff, I don't know. Probably not. So yeah. just two sounds. I haven't oh. got to try one yet, so. Oh, uh, actually, it looks like you can. Just mash them so both in. Three, three, three tones. Or there's also a s- option between mono and stereo. Oh, actually, so I wonder if that goes between from one to the other don't know um but it looks really cool yeah and it's bucket brigade so it is probably it? sounds really good i so. was gonna say is it not just the same thing as their third dimension but i guess it's, it's no actually it's, it's, not. Analog. it's, it's an analog course yeah, yeah. oh so is it a lot of money uh, i don't know because it's, it's probably kind not of, it's kind of it's the chassis from their affordable pedals it's not well yeah with, with, wood, with, with wood panels like, on yeah, the yeah, side yeah. is oh my gosh honestly they're like less than 50 quid what yeah what they're so cheap i was thinking if it's less than 200 this is pretty cool it's well i mean like you say it is just it their, is the it more is their, affordable yeah 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 wow. but with um, bits of wood yeah yeah but on. still you think even the wood would put up the price oh well, yeah totally uh i need to get one <laughs> yeah they're less, they're less than 50 quid that's crazy oh I'm gonna yeah, have I to really pop want to back into Gak, potter around the yeah. effects <laughs> shelves again. <laughs> no, I should actually get one of these. They, they they sound fantastic. Oh, I don't know what they sound like. They look fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, is which all is I the care important about. thing. Yeah, that yeah. is the important thing. That is get the, loads of likes for that. That's the only thing I care about. So uh, we were we were going to talk about um, we we're going to talk about this new Gibson signature model that's come out, and then Jay, you pointed out to me that this is far more than just a Gibson uh, signature model. Um, in fact, there is a, a whole chunk of signature models. Well, we, had, we had two separate bits of news on the yeah. uh, the agenda this week, but actually it turns out they're the same bit of news. Yeah, so basically Guitar Centre appear to have uh, kind of gone a bit rogue and have released a bunch of artist signature models from a bunch of different companies all in one series that are all exclusive to them. That's a really interesting idea. Has anyone ever done that before? Anything uh, this? I wouldn't have thought this a, broad. Like, I wouldn't have thought that a retailer has done the it. Clout, no, no. it's a great idea. What a wonderful way to use your the sort of um, the advantages of being a retailer, like your independence from brands. Yeah. In order to bring together loads of things from loads of premium brands under the sort of umbrella of one series, mm-hmm. like that. This is a great idea. So this is called the Crossroads Guitar Collection, and it is five limited edition guitars. Three from Clapton, uh, three signature Clapton models. So the Blind Faith Telecaster, 
which is a 68 three-tone sunburst telly with a strat neck. Uh, Classic combo. Yeah, of course. Yeah, should, I mean, should we who, talk the, about these in detail as we go well, through? Well, I'm just going to go through quickly. Then, quickly. Um, then there is the 64 Firebird 1. Uh, again, a Clapton model. Uh, the final Clapton model is a Martin 0042 ECZ, which is because it's a 0042 Eric Clapton in Ziracote. Ah, oh, Ziracote. Uh, then there is a Martin 0042 JM John Mayer uh, in Coco Bolo. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, good. You sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the uh, final one is a PRS private stock Carlos Santana uh, guitar. Um, so yeah, a lot going on there. Mm, there is a lot going on. Santana has a lot going on. Always wearing cool hats and has a great mustache. Um, interestingly, so the reason it's called the Crossroads Collection, obviously it ties in with Eric Clapton's. See you uh, at the Crossroads. Yeah, exactly. Crossroads. Yeah, they're they're actually giving all the proceeds to the Blazing Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to uh, <laughs> um, no, so it's uh, it ties in with the 2019 Crossroads Guitar Festival. Uh, Twenty. 20th and 21st of September, um, and they describe it as a significant portion of the proceeds of the sale of the guitars we donate to uh, benefit Clapton's Crossroads Centre Antigua, which provi- provides treatment and education to chemically dependent persons. Right. Oh, so right, it's like, wow. a, yeah, cool. like a rehab centre that he's been running for, well, yeah, uh, I think it's like 20 years or something. Really? Um, I had no idea. That's yeah. really cool. That's why the Crossroads pedal is called Dax. I think the uh, p- uh, portions of... Uh, the profits from that also went to the centre. I mean, there weren't profits from that. Bit. It was, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, and also, I think the... Uh, do you remember the Crash guitars that he did? Um, which are uh, a custom shop guitar uh, in collaboration oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, that yeah, yeah, artist yeah. Crash, who does just kind of blocky art. And oh, I do remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. I think some of the proceeds from that as well also went to the Crossroads. Oh, that's cool. Um, thing that's as well. Cool. He do, you know, he gives a lot to... Um, yeah. Gives a lot to the old charity. Yeah, well, he, you know, he obviously saw that David Gilmore had done quite a bit recently. Yeah, yeah, he's really good on it. I mean, I can't imagine that he knocked this out in, uh, you know, the two weeks. The three weeks it's yeah. been since that oh, auction. I don't this know. has probably been bubbling away. You don't know away. how these things work. You're, you're right. I don't know how these things work. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the the easily the most uh, the most exciting instrument here is the uh, is the 1964 the John Mayer Martin 0020. Yeah. Do, you, do you think did Santana also do a, co- a cover of Crossroads? Is that why? Because John Mayer did. I've no idea. And maybe that's why. Yeah, he did. It went, and it was just it's like the ocean, ocean under the moon. And it's the same as the emotion that I get from you. Yeah. You got the kind of love and make it be so smooth. Yeah. Give me your heart and make it real or else forget about it. Crossroads. <laughs> Crossroads. <laughs> I tell you what, unironically, yeah, that is such a good song. I mean, it's a great solo. It, no, no, no. The whole thing right. is fantastic. <laughs> Even down to the like the beginning, the drum bit. I don't, I don't know. Bam, bam, like those drum intro, fantastic. Santana is great. Santana is a is a fantastic guitarist, and I loved his. I love his cocktail sound. You just hate Rob Thomas. Who's Rob Thomas? The singer on that From song. Matchbox 20. Oh, I thought it was... It's Carlos uh, Santana featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. Oh, I thought it was uh, Ricky Martin. No, no, no. Oh, I right. think he did do a song with Ricky Martin, though. I'm pretty sure he did do a song with Ricky Martin. look. Living La Vida Loca, great song. Do you want me to talk about that guitar as we're on the Santana Oh, Go on then, and then we'll talk about the incredible Firebird one. Yeah, okay, so PRS Private Stock, Carlos Santana Crossroads, is selling for $11,999. It's got a weird headstock. Uh, that is what the Santana model has. It oh, doesn't it? have the traditional PRS headstock. Oh. So um, the idea behind this one is uh, this guitar is before... Wait, let me find the exact story. Uh, in fact, before PRS achieved worldwide acclaim as a top guitar manufacturer, its founder and namesake was hand-building gorgeous instruments that would serve as the prototypes for his prestigious brand. One of these guitars was personally commissioned by Carlos Santana pre-1985, an instrument still owned and cherished by Santana. So basically, this guitar is based on the PRS guitars that... Paul Reed Smith was building before, before PRS. PRS, basically, right. yeah. Um, of which, you know, the Santana model is based on, and like it says in the press release here, um, Santana owns one of the original prototypes. Very so cool. um, in terms of spec, it's that pre-85 body shape, which is that small, almost kind of Hamer 
shape with the yeah the, the oh is that a different body shape i guess it is it's more symmetrical yeah, it's from not the like current. a custom 22 or anything right. like that no it's a completely different body shape again it's the one that the santana model is is based on um 24 and a quarter inch scale 24 fret brazilian rosewood board uh bird inlays um hfs and santana humbuckers uh and twin mini switches for coil tapping um, that's what you want there's only six Going to be made really? of these, which but I did don't you know. say eleven grand in USDs? Yes, indeed. Right. Um, Six. Yeah, exactly uh, that. There's no. I'm just looking at the others to see whether there's a limited edition number on the rest. And because they all like, went on pre-sale on the twentieth, you a would think a few that, days ago. You would think that if this was a kind of. Um, collection that they would all be limited to six as well but it seems like not that's the only one i can yeah. see that has a limited edition number on it so yeah so i absolutely love firebird ones they're they are such incredibly cool looking guitars i think it's the idea of like having that much wood on a body and then just having one mini humbucker yeah, like cool. it, it, yeah it looks fantastic i wish it didn't have a tone control yeah. Um, the tone control also, to me, looks really weirdly placed on the Firebird one. I mean, that's where they were. I'm it's sure, like... sure, sure it was. It's just, it's as close as you could possibly get to the bottom of the guitar. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like the sort of perfect place but to get But also any closer and it would look weird. Uh, may- maybe, I just, maybe. But just lose the tone control entirely, that's what we're just saying. Just lose the tone control, no need. yeah. But, oh, I can't, damn, Firebird ones look so cool. I never, ever, ever think of Eric Clapton as being a, a Firebird player well yeah i mean there's the story of it here you know it's a uh, 64 firebird uh bear in mind uh, as well price on this eleven thousand dollars dollars eleven thousand seven hundred and sixty two dollars you can get the joe bonamassa epiphone for like 500 uh, sure, quid. sure. <laughs> um so 64 guitar uh clapton bought the original in 1968 in a guitar shop in philadelphia um it was part of the cream farewell tour yeah he said um, he he's he said that he remembers that instrument specifically as yep. being an exceptional piece bear in mind he was a i think by the end of cream a les paul player and of course an sg player initially so you know the, the, the not really a not really a guitar that he's associated with at well, all. So this apparently, as part of the Cream Farewell tour, basically he had to retire the full SG, which was the one right. that had the psychedelic paintwork on it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just been used too much. Basically, he lost all the paint, and he was looking for a guitar to replace it. So that's where this Firebird comes in. And then the reason that it's um, kind of or it's best known, I guess, is for his playing in Blind Faith, right. um, which was, I guess, the band after Cream. Um, and, yeah, that's what this guitar is modelled on, is that particular guitar. Um, yeah, there's not much to say. It's a Firebird one that's coming out of the custom shop. I'm sure it'll be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, there do appear to be some of these in the UK. Oh, wow. Really? Hmm. Oh, wow, that's cool. That's cool. Jeez. I thought all of them were getting pre-ordered and would have been sold by, uh, by now. It looks like there's only 100 being made and fewer than 10 are coming to the uk right by the looks of things. well there we go oh, very cool i'm not sure if this is the same one i think it is yeah do you want to talk about the telly yeah as well? the telly's a bit of a weird one so the telly is again based on a uh well in fact does it say oh, okay it's so it's one a, he played it's in a, a movie isn't it yeah 64 telly so again from the press release um this is 1968 uh cream were in the danish movie Det var en lordang aften. Det var en lordang aften. Something like that. Um, and yeah, he's using this Fender Tele, 64 Tele. Uh, so it's like a custom bound Tele. Uh, Three tone sunburst, but with a strap board. But and here it says that guitar had a rose strap board. Fif- uh, strat neck, sorry. 56 strat neck. Yeah. So they, on here it reckons that had a rosewood board. But the guitar that is the neck that's now on the guitar. Oh, yeah, okay. So uh, Clapton played the guitar during the Blind Faith era. His neck has changed to the very same maple finger uh, fingerboard Stratcaster neck as Clapton's classic brownie, a 56 Strat neck. So, yeah, it's now got a 56 neck on there with a maple board. Um, and, again, in terms of, like, other info about this, there's not a huge amount out there. This one is custom shop built, built by Todd Krauss. Um and yeah, it's it's basically you get the guitar. It comes with a replica of the strap he used in 1969 as well. It's so um, weird. It's so niche. Yeah, really it's niche. It's just so niche. I just don't understand why they didn't do like just a more premium version of well, sort of brownie or yeah, blackie or something. They've done all those. They've yeah, done all those. Know, just do another it's one. Same, I don't know. Something else, isn't it? It's just weird. I've just I've never seen him play this guitar. I've got to mine the archives. Fine. Yeah, and I guess that's what this is. This little bit in the press release really kind of 
taken me aback a bit. On June 7, 1969, Blind Faith had their debut concert in front of more than 100,000 people at Hyde Park. Yeah. That I, is mad. I have never even heard of that band. It's, and and so, I, I really like uh, Who else is in Ginger it? Ginger Baker. Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ginger, so Ginger Baker's in it. I wasn't sure who else is. Steve Winwood oh, yeah. is in it. Uh, who And playing bass, isn't it? Um, ben uh, Affleck. D- 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 Rick Morales. Grech. Oh. Okay. Not Rick. sure who that is. Rick Greck. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> not a name. huge amount of... I'm sure there's people absolutely losing their minds. No, How could you not know this band? Uh, yeah, I don't know what other bands he was in. I'm just on his Wikipedia page, but I don't know. Yeah, Cool guitar, though. Looks great. And, you know, with all of these, I love that there's a story. That's what you're buying into. Yeah. That's why you're spending yeah, £11,000 on these. How much? $11,000, sorry. How much is the uh, telly, actually? Also, twelve. it's $12,000. Oh, wait, the telly's more than the Firebird? Uh, yeah, by about... Oh. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, so, so not a huge ne- in the grand scheme of things. Amount. Yeah, not yeah. much. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what you're buying into. You're buying into the fact they're limited edition. They're based on these storied guitars, um, and also you know give a bit of money to charity. Yeah, very cool indeed. Jay Cross. Hello. We've got another thing from Sun in a very short space of time. Yeah. So uh, obviously the Earthquaker Sun pedal sold out there was so there was a thousand of them i hadn't realized it was quite that many actually right it was a thousand of them and we talked about him uh, a couple of weeks ago obviously they had the the whole debacle with people purchasing them and then reselling and then them. selling them immediately so in order to uh, kind of counteract that i guess uh earthquaker have released another version of the uh the sun pedal uh but this one only has 500 available so right. actually i don't think it's gonna <laughs> i don't think it's gonna it's gonna quite help the uh the after the aftermarket at all but that's fine um this one is gold uh it looks fantastic um the box the The box box is one of the best packaging i've ever seen is actually that's the cover of life metal which is their new lp got it um and there was a life metal yeah it's it's Honestly, I mean, you would hate it, but I was listening to it this week, actually. It's so good. So Matty and I are going to go and see them. What's the best chorus on it? Like, uh, I think probably the best chorus. What's the best, the cor- best chorus yeah, on it? it they, they use a Fender Bubbler, and it sounds fantastic. Yeah, I'm not so. talking about that, mate. <laughs> the Fender uh, Bubbler. <laughs> where's the hooks? <laughs> Why was that the first one you thought of? Uh, because I work for Fender, uh, and <laughs> I'm in charge of effects pedals. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, what's, what's the hooks? Uh, Has it got as many hooks as the new Taylor Swift record? Because that not is an everyone. absolute banger. Oh. Basically, I, I, I've, there's this little quote in here from the uh, in in the press release, which I'd forgotten that they kind of champion maximum volume yields maximum results. Right, nice, <laughs> which is fantastic. That's good. Uh, basically, it. it's the, the this pedal is is going to be borderline unusable for anybody who isn't doing kind of like drone noise of course. projects. Like you're not going to be able to use this when you know. Covering smooth by Rob Thomas and yeah. Carla Santana. Classic song. Um, so yeah, I really really cool. Oh, but is that basically, what that song was called smooth. Yeah, right. I thought it was no more. <laughs> what, what do you think? Did you think it was Living La Vida Loca? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, this is yeah. There's only 500. 300 are going to be sold on Reverb. Um, I assume that is direct from Electro Harmonics. And the other two Harmonics. Sorry, Electro Harmonics. <laughs> That'd be weird. From <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I've still got the Electro Harmonics page open on here, so I've just uh, jumped over to it. Um, the other 200 are uh, being sold directly by the band on their merch table oh, I very mean, cool I assume it's people working <laughs> for the band I can't imagine it's like the gigs that I go to where bands man their own merch table and then leave a note that <laughs> yeah, says yeah. please Go, don't steal anything whilst we're playing yeah yeah exactly yeah. Um, imagine buying an effects pedal at a gig that's really well Baroness cool. do it Baron- oh, yeah. Baroness do it Baroness have got um, they have got uh, pedals from this company Philly Fuzz okay. who is a Philadelphia based fuzz pedal oh company God, such a good idea and, uh, and yeah they do it who else have I seen who's done it but uh, imagine if that was the company's like owner's name Philly Fuzz Philly Fuzz Phil <laughs> Philip Philip Edward e. Fuzz, fuzz. <laughs> or just like Phil but he, he's casual with Philly. it it's Philly it's yeah. Philly in it Philly, Philly Fuzz, fuzz. <laughs> who abbreviates to Philly <laughs> it's just oh, I like Frankie I guess yeah 
Or uh, Willie. Fra- why would someone call Frankie abbreviate their name to Philly? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, this Big pedal Philly looks... Style. I really want to have a go on one of these pedals at one point, at, at some point because they look you amazing. buy one from the show that you and Matt are going yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, I, that show isn't for another, like, three months, so I'm It'll sure they'll be, be out of stock. Yeah, yeah. They'll, be, they'll be gone by then. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think this looks amazing, and I'm all about it. And I'm especially all about this idea of bands kind of having their own, yeah, their own sub brand which they sell directly i think it's a really not a really smart way to kind of try it recently as well who's that uh the bass player from the from wolf pack oh okay right okay what did he had a music man signature model when he was selling it at the shows oh well no you could only buy it off of the wolf pack website oh okay right Uh, yeah, do you remember that? Like yeah, a yeah. passive order. Yeah, it was looked really cool. Yeah, it was cool. This is a weird idea, but yeah, I think it's really to... smart. You know, I mean, and who big... else is doing it? Um, Jack White with the uh, Game Changer with his signature. Yeah. Yes, that's but not well. not his signature, is it? It's it's his record label. The label signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite an interesting one. Honestly, I think it's really I think it's really smart. You know, at a time when people are complaining that you know you're not making any money from being in a band you know yeah. you're not making any money from record sales anymore release your own effects pedal well i mean totally who so, was it who um i'm totally gonna do this the geezer from what's the what's the company that geezer from dandy warhols oh uh, malico malico yeah is that him malico well he has it's a not his company pedal. no no you're the thinking charlie foxtrot he you're, has the charlie you're thinking foxtrot. of the uh chap from the datsuns who runs um i love that band oh what's the company called completely gone out of my brain that do the uh, magnetic effects. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh, I know did. that either. Know that. We talked about oh. this many times. Oh, oh, right. No, I had no idea. That's because oh. you guys never listened to me. They released something no. new that, w- that I did put in the news and then I took out. Okay. Well, we probably should have talked yeah, about it. we should it, have talked we? about it. Yeah. Talk about it next week. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no, no. They, so that pedal yeah. is the zigzag. Oh, which we've had on the news for ages, and I keep wanting to talk about it's it. Just, it got, because it's just been I, on the news for four weeks. And I know, we, we just never got around. About it, so I, I keep like, wanting oh, to talk about it because I wanted to make a zig and zag joke. I wanted to be like, dumb girls, dumb girls. What? what? That's, uh, firstly, <laughs> only like one person at that table got that reference. The chance of people listening. <laughs> just Google zig. Do you zig, zig and zag? Google zig From like and live zag. and kicking. No, no, they were on the Big Breakfast. Big Breakfast. Andy Peters? No, No, Chris Evans. Do you remember Zig and Zag? They were like puppets. No. They were like they were like monsters. Joe right? was and probably they... drunk when he was like Ooh. 11 or yeah. something. Oh, so yeah, he yeah. doesn't know. But anyway, Zig and Zag. white spirit under the sink. So even <laughs> yeah. when I was short, access. <laughs> Easy. Uh, Zig and Zag were like puppets and they were like a bit coarse. They were kind of like Statler and Waldorf, but... Um, right. So they, they used like... to swear a lot and hit uh, people. They no, didn't they swear because like they were on like... Seven in the morning. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. But they also like, they had a couple of singles, one of which was Dem Girls. And it's uh, yeah, it's really funny. Anyway, that um, speaking of, we should actually talk about that pedal very briefly because it does sound really cool. It's two, I, I mean, I don't have the press release up or anything at the moment, but it's two drive circuits that you can blend together, right? Um, which is something that's getting more popular uh, at the moment. I think it's really cool. Like the Fender Pugilist does that, as does the Boss Angry Driver. Yeah, two drive circuits, as does the Sixty Cycle Hum Signature. Uh yes yeah 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 absolutely so there's I I really like that and basically with the um the I'm sure it's called the zigzag yeah I think I'm sure it's the zigzag that's got it's got um, I mean if you've been building up to a joke about zig and zag yeah for yeah yeah of four course weeks, yeah no it's got to be the yeah. zigzag it's so one side of it is like a JFET drive and the other side is uh. I don't know, germanium, I think. Right. So like it's two kind of different sounds that you can blend together. It, and it looks amazing. And it was it was like pretty cheap as well. So I'm really I I got annoyed that we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Because yeah, I think so, it looks yeah. really cool. They, well, they comp- Everything that Magnetic does, I what think, is that? really what cool. What was that fuzz that we absolutely loved? The, the white atom. Oh, yeah, white atom white fuzz. Atom. Really yeah, good. That was really good. Again, really two good. different fuzz circuits that you could blend together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, sorry, what, here we go. So the zigzag company. the zigzag is a dual stage overdrive. Circuit begins with JFET preamp, blah 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 blah. Uh oh. Good spec there, blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, Ipsos Lorem, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It look, it looks great. It, I, I watched a couple of demos. It sounds really cool. I really like this. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. So yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, we should, uh, we should try and get one. Anyway, 
That is it for us here on the regular episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. We'll be continuing over on the Patreon episode now, where from as little as $1 a month you can support the Guitar Nerds podcast. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad-free and early. $5 a month gets you the Patreon episode and loads of other stuff. And $10 a month makes you an executive producer and gets your name, uh, well, uh, this week, sung in this rather lovely song. Mark is out Kadawaki, Rob Barstow, Stephen Bork, Robert Butterworth, Neil Milton, Merrin Peters, Stuart Robson, Jeffrey Wax, Josh Dewar Mitchell, Christian Lund Hansen, John Pearson, John Mayer, slowly burning in a dancing room, Zach Melton, Keith Adams, Steve Ferguson, Eric Fowle, Andy Joyce, John Anglin, Adam Royce, Chris, Jake Cutmore, Robert Cousins, Rob Cruel, Scott Hamilton, Tucker Amadon. Ernie Cooper, Ross Edwards, Nate Nagel, Stephen Hench, Rob Grant, Matt Roberts, Dave Lee, Emily James Baker, Juan Correa, Aaron Sherman, Blake Wyland, Andrew Good, Jamie Kemp, Jake Gray, Matt Bellamy, Martin Cliff, Scott Kennedy, Christopher Loseth, Hans Ams, Robin Smith, Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Rob Nordwick, Duncan Watson, Ed Bentley, Steve Merkel, Michael McVeigh, Carlos Mancha, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Blair Tom, Scott O'Brien, Lori Amstis, Paul Corrigan, Will Clare, Moog, Gravit, Phil, Tomset, Adrian Day, Ken Sayers, Matthew Kim, Scott Kane, Sean Arbo, Christopher Wolfman Carpetson. And what are you doing? It's already we're, happened. We haven't discussed this in advance. Yeah. I know, I know. Oh, did you record it already? Yeah, yeah. What? Well, I've done a I've done a little a little tune are for you. You're not everyone. gonna do it live? No, no, because I made a little thing for them. I thought just one week I'd give them what they want—the value for money of having their names read out properly. You know. Do you know what I think you should do? You should what? read these names out in the style of "We Didn't Start the Fire" by Oh um, yes, Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. What, what is that? What so do you mean? You, what you, is that? It's like in the song. You, when you're saying in the style of, you mean to the tune of? Yeah, yeah. So you'd have to right, be like. So I'd be like. Marcus Okadawaki, Robusto, Steve Yeah, it's quicker than that. Yeah, like. Marcus Okadawaki, Robusto, Stephen Bork, Robert Butterworth, Neville Milton, Marion Peters, Stuart Robson, Jeffrey Wax, Joshua. That, you know, you do that. No, keep going. I'm not going to do that. I can't can't do it. I'll leave it to the professionals. Next week, you've got to do it like that. All right, all right, fine. Next, next week. Make we'll sure do you that. actually do it in that tune, though, because whatever you just did was definitely not that. I, th- I thought I was doing. We're gonna start the fire. No, no, the listy bit. Oh, I didn't know there was a listy bit in that song. Go and listen to that song and then figure we're it out for next week. The, the whole fire. thing is a list. Yeah, it's a bunch of things that happened during like the Cold War. Weirdly, oh, for someone who has songs that have no choruses, Joe can only remember the choruses <laughs> of songs. Let's <laughs> just sing that on loop. Okay, yeah, that's good. just how it goes. Good. Anyway, uh, we'll uh, we'll see you over on the Patreon. Uh, for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Bye-bye. Stick that at the end of the podcast. All right, you ready? Yeah. Yes. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.